Blog Talk Radio. Monday, May 13th. I'm your host, Pandora Rose, and this is my co-host, Mickey Tsukinoko, and husband. (laughs) (laughs) And yes, a few seconds of silence, yes, that was an homage to our very first episode. So, yes, if nobody has guessed it, yes, this is our fifth anniversary show. That's right. So our fifth anniversary was technically on Wednesday, wasn't it? Yes, it was actually last Wednesday, but due to the fact that, you know... We do the show on Monday. We do the show on Monday, and someone's got to pay the pony bills. <laughs> And I hate to disappoint you, but the baby is still in the exact same spot she was last time we talked. Yes, if nobody knows, yes, I was rooting for the baby to come last Wednesday because then the baby and the show could both share the same birthday. But the baby had a disagreement with me. Yep, so far, aside from constantly shoving her foot into my ribs, she's pretty much the same as she was last week. Well, at least she's in the right position. That's true. She's all set and ready to go. She's just biding her time. You know, she's just kind of sitting there going, it'll happen at a time when it's really, really inconvenient. (laughs) I'm still betting it's during one of the shows. We have already agreed. We already know what that episode's going to sound like. 
it's going to sound something more along the lines of, yeah, Ponies After Dark. So for a little bit more screaming. <laughs> yeah, I will. I I do have to ask, like, if, if, if I go into labor, like, during the show, are you able to change the rating on the show to uh, mature audiences? Yes. Or are we going to label it as educational? <laughs> there we go. We can label it as educational. Of course it's appropriate for children. This is how children are made. This is how children come into the world. <laughs> there we go. We, we have now solved those two dilemmas. How do we rate the show and do we change it to educational? Alright, so I suppose we should just say any parents letting your kids listen to the show. I am super duper nine months pregnant. I could have the baby anytime. So if you were kinda hoping that your 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 little boy or girl still believes that the stork brought them, um, you might wanna like download the next couple of weeks. Listen to the show ahead of time. <laughs> Yes. That is our suggestion. Because otherwise it's going to sound like a stork is murdering me if that's the story you're going with. (laughs) Well, you know, stork has to plant the egg. No, no, that egg was planted nine months ago. Okay, then the stork has to have to pull the egg out of your belly button. <laughs> Don't encourage her. I'm already trying to convince her that that's not an exit. <laughs> you know, do you, do you realize how bad that stings? <laughs> I'm a super any, so I'm still an any. But she's trying really hard to change that. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Okay, totally off topic for one second. Did you ever watch the show, Roseanne? Yes. Did you see the episode where Jackie was overdue? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I am not overdue. I'm just do any time now. <laughs> well, just remember when that pops out, that is not a timer. <laughs> kind of looks like a turkey timer, though, doesn't it? <laughs> that it didn't. It looks like the juices were starting to flow out. I have not had that problem either. I am apparently an airtight vessel. Airtight, waterproof vessel. Well, that's good. Baby didn't have to worry about any leakage. No. 
Oh, yeah. What a way to start the anniversary show, huh? <laughs> well, you know, a birthday show seems like an appropriate time to talk about the first word in birthday. Ah, oh, yes, this is true. This is true. So, but, yeah, I was sitting here thinking yesterday, or no, wait, the day before as I was working, I was sitting there really thinking, my God, did I really start this entire thing with the words, I think we're on the air? Yes, actually, I listened to that first episode. Yes, you did. (laughs) For those of you who don't know, you can download every episode, including the pilot episode. And I strongly recommend the pilot episode because uh, if you think we have technical issues now, you won't after you listen to the pilot episode. (laughs) You will sit there and wonder how in the world I ever came back the very next week. You will sit there and go for it. I was just going to say that I can't, I have uh, been on the show for, not for the pilot episode, but for the 100th show. Yep. I was a guest on the show. And slightly before that with the G1 customizers. And now I'm here for the fifth birthday of the show. Woo-hoo. <laughs> See, we're a swirling vortex. It's a, it, it's strange because, like, you know, when when I first did the customizer episode, it never occurred to me that this would be like a regular gig for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for you, this really. Yeah, I get to talk about my customs. Woo! Yeah, you didn't realize that you were actually auditioning to be another co-host. Yeah, that's what you call one of those secret auditions. Not even the applicant knows. Hey, those are the best kind. (laughs) Certainly more successful than any group interview I've ever done. Yeah, here you got the job. And you didn't even know it. Yeah. Until several years later. I guess it was several years, wasn't it? It doesn't oh, yes, feel it like was. it's been that long. Yeah, I know it doesn't feel like it's been five years. <laughs> but, man, it's been five years. And talk about a roller coaster. <laughs> yep, in five years, we've gone from just Pandora by herself to Pandora and a couple of co-hosts to Pandora and a new couple of co-hosts. 
I guess I've been the consistency. <laughs> yes, you have. But then again, it's your show, so that makes sense. It's, this is true. You know, I sit here and I think about it. You know, yeah, it's been five years. Okay. But I still have those moments where it's like, wow, this has been five years. This has been five years since I went from idea to conception to on the air in two days. I kind of know that feeling. It's been about a year since I went from idea, well, over a year. It's been like two years since I went from idea to conception to thinking, wow, that thing's really inside me. (laughs) Are we sure it's not just an alien? (laughs) Well, I mean, academically, you always know it, but like, we we just got another set of 3D, you know, ultrasound pictures at our last appointment, and I have to say, my brain's like, it looks just like a real baby. <laughs> well, I think at this point she's supposed to. Well, yeah, but there's a little <laughs> person in it. It's a person. It's a little, a little person. Well, I don't exactly have that kind of feeling. (laughs) It's just mine. Yep. But I get a similar feeling when I think about the show because, I mean, I went from listening to one broadcast, going ahead and searching blog talk, not finding anything for ponies, to, hey, guys, did anyone listen to a pony talk show? <laughs> to, I think we're on the air. <laughs> With what at the time was actually called My Little Pony Time. Really? Yes. The original show was actually My Little Pony Time. Okay. Um, okay. That's why, because I've given you the access to the show, that's why the username for the show, for uh, Blog Talk, is MLP time. Oh, okay, that makes sense now. No, MLP talk. Because originally the show was supposed to be called MLP time, or My Little Pony time. And during the course of, actually, I mean, the, the show evolved even during the first episode. I think it was about uh 45 minutes in that the show became My Little Pony Talk. 
and I did up all the I did up all everything to go ahead and change the name and I mean Heck, I remember and when history was made. Yes, history was made. I remember that night I actually had to wait up until like ten o'clock central time. When I first uh set up the show, I went to go ahead and plan the time. I had figured it would be an eight, an 8 o'clock show. That way, you know, I can go to bed and get some sleep. Well, I went to go set up the time, and it's like it went from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. Okay. And it's like it skipped 7, 8, and 9 p.m. So I had to actually contact contact Blog Talk Radio, and it's like, hey, you know, I'm trying to go ahead and schedule my show's time, but um, I'm having a problem. Well, what problem is that? I'm trying to set up for eight o'clock, and is like Blog Talk down at like eight o'clock or something? And they're like, no, we kind of reserve up. We call that prime time, so we kind of reserve that for shows that have been on the air. They've had 100 listeners. So it's like, oh, okay. Okay, great. So I want to be up until, like, midnight doing my show every Friday night. So... Set everything up, did the first show, amazingly got through it. <laughs> I think several times during that first, what, what was it, 20 something minutes? I just kept saying, uh, I think that's it, I'm done. <laughs> well, and you were just doing it by yourself, which is really hard. <laughs> Yeah, people don't realize how hard it is, especially when you don't have anyone. Because you, you have no feedback. You have no way of knowing if anybody can even hear you. <laughs> exactly. That was my whole issue. I couldn't get into the chat room. You know, I didn't even know if anyone was listening. <laughs> and I know, I think I was about like, I was about two seconds away from saying, okay, that's it. This is the world's stupidest idea. This will be the first and last show ever. And I think I was actually about to go ahead and just sign off when I checked our board and realized somebody was sitting waiting to get on the air with me. And thank goodness there was someone there to get on the air with you. <laughs> yeah, because I think it would have been, that's it, I'm done, I'm gone. Thank you, but bye. <laughs> so. But, yeah, it, after that point, I think everything kind of just calmed down. 
it was a little alley cat that, of course, joined me that night. And it was great because she was like, we're in the chat room. We can hear you. <laughs> so I think that's all I kept mumbling was, I don't know if anyone can hear me. <laughs> Well, I'm I'm very glad that, that she was there to let you know that you were being heard and that there were people listening and that there were people enjoying and they wanted me to continue. And I mean, I really felt that love the very next day because unlike now, you know, back then I actually had the the brain cells to go ahead and schedule the next show the very next morning. So she and I talked. She agreed to be my co-host. I said, okay, this is going to be our topic next week. I went on to go ahead and set up the next show. And remembering that they had said, you know, you need to have 100 listeners before we'll go ahead and let you have prime time. I go ahead and go go and sign up my next episode. And I'm looking and it's like, wait a minute, is, does that say 7, 8, and 9 o'clock? And it was at that point that I looked, and we had very limited uh, recording at the time. And I looked, and it was like, oh, my God. I had 32 people listen to, like, 30-something people listen to me live that night. Awesome. Actually, go, let me go ahead and pull up the the actual day. Let me see. We had... That day we had eight callers and 43 live listens. Nice. Oh, yes. And I was just kind of sitting there thinking, how in God's name did I make it from way before prime time to prime time? Then I looked at the downloads. I was already at like 50-some-odd downloads. So, so you had had, between the live and the downloads, you had had 100 listeners on I'd that first episode. On that first episode, first day. After that first, after first day, after first episode, I had 100 listeners. That is awesome. Oh, Yeah. I sat there and I was like, 
people actually listen to me babble. <laughs> and now, of course, we're much more structured, or at least we try to be. Yeah, we try to be. <laughs> we, we we tend to keep our babbling to a topic, at least. We don't always succeed, but we try to we try. stop it. I mean, come on, we're only human. Or so I've been told. <laughs> I'm still skeptical. <laughs> but, yeah, we had gone from that to our very next week we had our very first interview I actually our very our second episode aired on the 15th which is actually in 2 days and that was actually with must be jewel oh i love her work yeah, she is great. Because, yeah, I just pulled up my, um, so I get to see all the episodes we've gone with all the live listens and all that. But, yeah, it, it, it's super amazing to look and see 10 p.m. on the first show and 8 p.m. the next show. And the second show was an interview. <laughs> We went from me babbling on the first show to an interview in the second one. Nice. It was like, really? It's like in Pokemon, when you take your first Pokemon out and you battle, ironically, uh, another little wild Pokemon that's like a couple levels above yours and it automatically, like, levels up. That's what you did. You automatically leveled up. Oh, yes. We leveled up. We did an interview on the second one, which must be Jewel. We had our second interview during our third episode. And that was actually with Summer Hayes. And Summer Hayes is the one who does the Pony Collector's Guide, right? Yes. I still need those. <laughs> My birthday, by the way, is July 13th. For anybody looking for a last-minute gift or, or or not a last-minute gift, but wants to get me a gift, I still need all the Collector's Guides, particularly G1. Oh, yeah, that G1 collector's guide is great. Because anybody who's been in my room or has seen pictures of my collection knows that that would would be the one I need. (laughs) I've got over 100 G1s staring at me at all times. It's great. (laughs) There you go. Cool. It makes me feel protected. I don't suppose they'll let me bring them all into the birthing room. I don't. They sent 
They said I should bring something to occupy myself. To entertain myself. Try to decorate a birthing room with G1, with like over 100 G1 ponies. I think that would take some time. (laughs) There's babies. I even have a little newborn up there. There you go. That'd be different. No, I will probably bring my lucky G4 custom pony, though. There you go. You remember which one I'm talking about, right? I'm trying to remember which one. It's the G4 Moon Dancer that I bought from Calavista. Oh, yeah, that's right. And you're the one that's like, well, you have to always bring it to work because as soon as you stop bringing it to work, that's when everything will go wrong. And, and it totally happened. Why did you say that? <laughs> because I'm, okay, I hate to say it like this, because I'm always right. <laughs> well, I'm supposed to be always right. How can, you can't both be always right. And the baby's still in my tummy, so you're not always, always right. I always have a nine. I have a ninety-nine percent success rate. Well, then you're just mostly right. And do you know how much of a burden that is? Yes, yes, I do. I've always thought if everyone would just do exactly what I say, then everything would run more smoothly and everybody would be happier. Yes. But nobody wants to listen to that reason. Yeah, something about being a fascist dictator. I don't know. Me. I like to think of myself as helpful. Well, see, I think it was the fourth episode that actually brought us into a different world. No, actually, it wasn't that one. I'm trying to remember which episode. No, the fourth episode was. Um, going ahead and sharing how you met pony people because I was actually gearing up to actually not only was that the same year that the show first premiered but a month a little over a month after that I was actually heading off to my first convention I still have to go to the first convention. (laughs) I mean, I've gone to My Little Pony meets. I've been to the Oregon Pony meet. I have hosted the Oregon Pony meet, but I haven't been to a full-size convention yet. 
So, incidentally, are we doing the chat room tonight? Uh, yes, actually, the chat room is open. Okay, let me refresh and see if I can get that. There it's going. It's connecting anyway. There you go. So we do have a chat room. It's just you and me, but we've got one. Yes. Where's our other co-host? I don't know. I told her we're having a show tonight. She didn't message me back. Huh. Well, let me see. Hmm. Well, let me send some messages to people. Maybe we can get some people I know calling in. Back to our trip down memory lane. But then came our fifth episode where we actually started talking ponies. And holy cow, we actually got a lot accomplished in one show. That was even with, I think at the time we were doing Pony News, Pony Commercials, and Pony Weather. Pony weather. We were doing pony weather. Okay, well, I can tell you that the pony weather in Portland right now is windy and sunny days. (laughs) Well, here is the same thing. Believe it or not. I should know. I had to spend 95% of my day outside. I have not been up a whole lot today. So every time I stand up, the baby slides down. And it kind of hurts. One of these days I should just spend the whole day, like, up walking about, if I can help it and and see if she comes. That might actually that actually might cause it. Especially if that's happening. There is actually a set of train tracks in the city of Chicago which has been dubbed 
delayed the delayed delivery express. The reason why they've been dubbed that is if you are late giving birth, it is a well-known fact, you hop in a car with bad suspension and you drive over these tracks about a half a dozen times. Within either later on that night or within a few days, baby will be born. (laughs) So, if by the off chance that you somehow do become latent, Delivering, find a set of really old train tracks with a lot of potholes. Well, we have lots of train tracks in Tiger. That's that's not a problem. We have oh, no. we have streets okay. with potholes. We've got gravel streets. No, it needs to be train tracks with potholes in it. I don't know that we have train tracks with potholes because that would, I don't, how would you have train tracks with potholes? You have either part train tracks the, or with potholes. The, the part that's on the asphalt. Oh. No, ours are pretty well maintained. Oh, well, then sorry. I do have 15 stairs leading to my apartment. Yes, but there is always the chance that you can trip and fall. There was always that chance, regardless of whether or not there were stairs. See, that's the one thing I'm waiting for my mother to tell me. When I become pregnant... (laughs) She's going that she is going to make me a bubble wrap suit. <laughs> Just make sure that you have shoes that come above your ankles that provide proper ankle support. Okay. Okay. That's a problem. <laughs> I can't find shoes that will even take and swallow my ankles. I've told you time and time again, the belly button is not your way out. Yes. 
<laughs> no, because she knows better, because karma will come back at her, and <laughs> hers will try to burrow out of it. But yes, our first few episodes did include pony weather, pony news, and pony commercials, which were, of course, created and performed, except for pony news, by me. You know how hard it is to come up with a commercial. (laughs) Well, I've never tried to come up with a commercial, but it sounds difficult. (laughs) Yes, first you have to think of the store, and then you have to think of the street, and then you have to think of the sale. I mean, it's just, I think that's why it only lasted two episodes. Another reason was that I kept forgetting when I was doing pony commercials. You're so funny. Hey, I try. <laughs> but we kept the pony news and the pony weather going for a while until, yeah, we we got so in-depth into the ponies that it kind of got tossed to the wayside because, I mean, that was just, Time that would get taken out of trying to get through a year's year's worth of ponies. So, check the board. Have we had any callers call in or anything? Hold on. My computer currently is having major issues. No. Not yet? Not yet. You are not in the chat room anymore. That is because I, I said my computer is currently having issues. Ah. But yeah, that th- that fifth episode was also the was also a very quick episode. Because amazingly enough, we got through two years in one episode. <laughs> now I think if we're lucky, we're lucky if we get through one set in one episode. <laughs> well, yeah, you know. <laughs> It's 
that's okay. We do a lot more discussion about how we feel about the different ponies in the sets now. This is true. It's easy to go through a set if you're just like, it's a yellow pony with rainbow hair and green, like, stylized birds for a cutie mark. Oh, yeah, and it's a Pegasus. What pony did I just describe, by the way? Sky Dancer. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, I haven't been doing go for ten for five years. All right. What about a greenish Pegasus with? Pink and purple and yellow, and I can't see the other color from here. And twinkle eyes with uh, ice pops on her as her cutie mark. What was the symbol again? Popsicles. That's what they're called. Popsicles. I know it wasn't lickety split. No, not lickety split. And it is a twinkle eye pony. Was it popsicle? I don't think that's what she's called. There we go. That was very scary. I tried to go on into the com, but I forgot that you need My Little Pony after that. Ah. No, she's not called Popsicle. And I guess technically she's blue. Mine is just a little off-colored. And her hair is pink and yellow and purple and lighter pink. Sweet pop. Yes. (laughs) Only took me a hundred (laughs) years. Don't think I have her. Oh. Yep, she is. She is in my collection. Ooh, nice. And you can tell I've had her for a while because she's not really blue anymore. <laughs> her symbols are still real clear. It's just she looks more. I don't know, turquoisey. Uh-uh. And I think that was actually year three. 
No, that was year something, four. Some, it, it, well, it was 1985. So, 1985 was year three. There you go. I think she was 1985. Yeah, and that was actually our sixth episode, which was actually on one week prior to the convention. And then we actually... Oh, oh you're right. She, she was year four. She was 1986. Yes. Woo-hoo. She was uh, released late in 1986. The ones that came before her were Sweet Stuff, Gingerbread, Fizzy, Masquerade, Wizard, and Galaxy. Yeah. I have Sweet Stuff, and I have Masquerade, and I have Sweet Pop from that year. But I need the rest of the Twinkle Eyes from that year. Cool. I can't remember offhand who I have. Well, like I said, I've got over 100 ponies staring at me, so all I have to do is look. On to the next notable thing for that year. Um, I'm going to, before you go on to the next notable things, um, I need to take a brief pregnancy break, so I'm going to pass you off to Pony Husband. Oh, dear. All right, have fun. This is going to be scary. Hi. I haven't really been in the room. I haven't been in the room for much of the discussion, so, you know, um, I don't know what you're talking about, but I can play along. (laughs) Well, we're just kind of reminiscing through... All the episodes, since I no longer have the ability to pull clips. <laughs> oh. Yeah, we realized that during our third year anniversary show, I went to go pull up an episode to pull up a particular clip that I knew where it was at. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I don't quite have that ability anymore. Blog talk kind of changed things. <laughs> oh. So that was the episode of a thousand disappointments. Nobody got to hear any clips. Oh. <laughs> Well, um, so, Pony. (laughs) (laughs) What is the name of the pony that is right now staring right at you? Uh, Nikki Tsukinoko Pony. She just got got back. (laughs) She has short short brown hair and a white body. And uh, a cutie mark around her neck looks like a seashell. 
<laughs> and I'm a zebra pony. <laughs> oh, I like that one. <laughs> That was a good answer. <laughs> I have to admit, that was a good answer. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> but, yeah, I remember I remember convention very vividly. We actually had two shows that weekend. And both of them, it was kind of odd doing them because I was all the way on the East Coast. So I had to remember that 6 o'clock was actually 8 (laughs) o'clock. Ah! You know what I think my favorite pony, pony talk moment was, though? What was it? When we briefly had Calavista on, and she put her son on the phone. Oh, that was so cute. I wish we had a sound clip of that, because that was the most adorable thing I had ever heard. Yeah, I know. I I hate the fact that blog talk changed how things work with the playbacks. Because now you can't skip to the part you want to listen to anymore. You actually have to sit there and listen through everything else. Well, if if I down, I mean, I've got it downloaded. I just don't exactly remember which episode it was. I could probably find it, and my husband could probably find a way to capture that sound clip. It just doesn't do us any good right now. Mm. No. I heard something about email. No, no, my husband was just saying that, that that he might be able to prep that for next week's show. Oh, there we go. All right, now another pony quiz. Oh, dear. What, what pony is blue with dark pinky purple hair? And a moon for a symbol, for a cutie mark. And she's an earth pony. Yes, there are some other details that I'm leaving out to make this Uh, slightly What generation? G1. I'm looking at my G1 wall. Okay. Hold on.
You saw her symbol looks like what again? A moon. You said she was an earth pony, right? She's an earth pony. Blue earth pony with a moon for a cutie mark and dark pinky purpley hair, like the same color as heartthrobs. Oh my god. I don't know. It is Princess Royal Blue. Uh-oh. I wasn't even I were yeah, I intentionally left out the part that her cutie mark was jeweled, just to make it a little bit harder. That was beyond a little bit harder. All right, well, what pony has the same name as a Sailor Scout? From the American show. Not the Japanese version. Is it the Sailor Scout name? It's not the Sailor Scout name. It's the Sailor Scout, one of the Sailor Scout's alternate alternate identities. Okay. Hold on. Was it? Yeah, Michelle. None of them were named after a Sailor Scout. Ah, but you're wrong. Well, I mean, they're not named after a Sailor Scout because they actually came before the Sailor Scouts, but I digress. The pony I'm thinking of, and this is a follow-up to my last, to the last pony, it is Princess Serena. Oh, man. I thought that one would be an easy one. Hmm. Boy, that... that... Boy, I'm really stinking at this, aren't I? Oh, 
You got the first one. <laughs> Is there anyone in our call queue, in our host queue now? Nope, just us. Okay. Oh, wait. And the pet cicada. But anyway, back to the um, first convention episodes. I think that was the first time we ever had back-to-back episodes. Because we actually had one that Friday night just before the the convention. And I was originally planning to do it at the pool party that we were having. But we weren't 100% sure if anyone would be able to hear me. I think that was also the first time Lil Alley Cat actually had to work the show on her own. Oh, wow. And that was the very first time she ever attempted to take the show over. Ah! Hence why she was given given limited uh, hosting responsibilities. <laughs> she kept attempting to take over the show. Well, at least you managed to prevent mutiny for five years now. This is true. I managed to prevent mutiny then. I managed to prevent mutiny during the post-show when I told her I was the one who won the uh, big plush Rapunzel. (laughs) I can see how uh, winning anything with the name Rapunzel that's a pony might cause some some strife. I don't, it's not even my favorite pony, but I know that people seem to be gaga for Rapunzel. Oh, yes. Well, I think it's the just the fact that she is so rare and hard to find. And that's cool, but I still like my much easier to find G1 Moon Dancer. She, she's always going to be my favorite, I think. Me too. <laughs> See, I thought that episode was quite was quite fun because I told her, you know, we do have some of the winners from the convention. We have the winning team from the photo contest, which was myself, Star- Strawberry Reef. It was someone's boyfriend. 
one of the pony collector's boyfriends. Um, a person who in the pony community now is kind of a black sheep, so I won't even mention her name. Well, there's and, quite a few of those anymore, it seems like. I think at the, that time she really was considered a like, big black sheep not long after the convention. I think something happened not long after the convention, and yeah. Uh. But yeah, it, you know, I told her, yes, it was this person, this person, this person, and me. <laughs> I still remember sacrificing my own dignity for that contest and shoving ponies down my top in the middle of in the middle of the Las Vegas Strip. Well, you know what they say, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Except for with me, it's on my uh, Facebook page. <laughs> and now forever on uh, Blog Talk Radio. Yes. Yes, I but had I mean, the brilliant If there was idea. going to be, I'm just saying, if there was going to be a location in which no one would really think too much of you shoving ponies down the front of your shirt, it would be Vegas. Actually, people thought it was cool. <laughs> well, there you go. We had people stopping and going, oh, my God, she's got ponies in her shirt or ponies in her dress. Well, see, there you go. You were a sensation. Yes. Hey, we were a sensation with the uh, Elvis uh, impersonators. They were more interested in us than them. You know, Vegas seems like a strange place. I've never been, but I've heard stories, and... Yeah, that one I think takes the cake. The Elvis impersonators were more interested in the pony collectors than the pony collectors were in the Elvis impersonators. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. And we were actually one of the. Um, there was actually a part of the contest where we actually had to get access to the VIP um, lounge at one of the hotels, at one of the casinos. And we, I think we were the only team that was actually allowed to go on the elevator and up to the actual floor. Nice. And we didn't even have to bribe the bouncer. <laughs> we just ran up to him and went, oh, my God, this would be so cool. We are so in a photo hunt right now. And we just we figured out that this is the place that we need to take a picture of their pony with you guys. And then 
going up there. So if, like, one of you guys can, like, take one of these ponies and take one of our cameras and please go upstairs and take a picture of it with something in there, we would so love you. And the next thing we know, he's talking on the walkie He's talking on his little thing, and then he comes back and he pulls back the velvet rope and says, you guys can go up to the lobby. Nice. We got in the elevator. The elevator closed. We're waiting to get the bouncers. And, yeah, pandemonium just, you know, <laughs> we're in there. We're like, oh, my God, we can't believe we're going up there. And we have proof because the elevator only had two buttons. One for the lobby and one for the VIP section. <laughs> nice. So all three ponies took a picture with the V one of them was pressing the VIP button. All the other all the other ones kinda of looked excited. And that was your fifth show? That was actually show eight. 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 The, po- the, conven- the convention post show where we we're, were talking about it. And also the part where I said, yeah, we have the grand prize raffle winner of the stuffed Rapunzel. And she agreed to give us an interview. The little Ellie cat was all excited. And I'm looking at everyone in the room like, shh, shh, shh. Oh, contestant winner of the Rapunzel. If you could please come over here and take the phone. And everyone in the room is just trying not to bust out laughing. Because we literally all piled into one of the one of the pe- people's hotel rooms and just did the show live from there on speakerphone. And I said, hello. And little Allie Cat was like, hi, welcome to, thank, thank you for taking the time out of your day to talk with us at Blog on My Little Pony Talk. And then, and then she kind of paused for a second. As I think the realization came to mind that she realized that I was the one who won. <laughs> you crazy, crazy, crazy person. <laughs> hey, everyone in the room loved it. That was also the episode where we actually started the broadcast in the middle of the hallway. <laughs> that sounds like a lot of fun. And if I ever host an Oregon Pony meet again, we'll have to do two back-to-back shows so that you can cover the Oregon Pony meet. There you go. Okay, well, I've been texting back and forth with uh, a pony person, and... Is she in our chat room yet? No, she's not. Is she in in the host queue? 
nope, just you and me. Well, shoot. Not all pony people are technically savvy, I guess. <laughs> no, there are some of us who are not. Which is perfectly fine. After all, some of us have been collecting for 30 years, and not everybody who's as old as me has kept up with things like internet radio and... Oh, yes. And things like that. Yeah. But, yeah, after... After the big convention shows, we did one more show. We did an interview with, actually, uh, Deborah Burge. And she was the original creator of the My Little Pony G1 Inventory Guide. Oh. I think that was Deborah. Hold on. I want to say that that that's the Deborah I'm thinking of. No, she was the one she created. <laughs> what year did this one come out? No, that's not that one. She did My Little Pony Around the World. She was one of one of the first to do an international. Ah. So yeah, she did the international guide, and then she did another version of the the regular guide with um, as also a price guide too. Ah. So. But, of course, you know, doing it in book form, unfortunately, it kind of gets old very quickly. Those prices tend to, you know, go away very quickly. Yes. 
So after that, we got into our normal groove. I'm trying to remember. What episode? The Pony Genie actually joined us. Well, she was there by 2009. Well, yes, yeah, she had started with us in the first year. Okay, this is, okay, it was actually episode 12. Ah. Where, actually, Care Red Roses had joined us as a guest co-host because... Well, Alley Cat was actually going to take her summer vacation. So this is the first episode she came on in to go ahead. And... And go ahead and um, help us out. But as you know, what happens, you, know, you join us one, and we're a swirling vortex. <laughs> oh, yeah. The best was, swirling vortex ever. <laughs> I think it was just a few more episodes after that where Care Red Roses actually became... Our pony genie. Neat. It was, I think, actually, took, took, um, a few more weeks after that, and then we finally found the perfect uh, entrance for her. Because the funniest thing was, she always joined in late. So. Well, there's always got to be one that joins in late. Oh, yeah. And we, of course, we had to come up with this elaborate way to go ahead and bring her in. So it was kind of, I found, I was online, I was looking up different, you know, sound effects. And that's when I found the perfect sound effects. That's when I found... Awesome. 
So that actually was just by me actually just randomly looking up stuff on on online. So, and that's how we ended up with Pony Genie's uh, entrance. How many of the first episodes did you listen to? Oh, I've listened to so many, and I periodically have to go back and re-listen. Because <laughs> I get confused as to which ones I've heard or which shows contained what things. But I have them all on my iPod. Cool. So yeah, I'll, I'll, I I actually listen to Pony Talk, uh, old episodes of Pony Talk while doing dishes or customizing. <laughs> And what's really great is when I start talking to the show that I'm listening to that's an old archive show <laughs> while customizing. That's, that's when it gets really entertaining. You know what that means, right? That I've been a co-host long enough to uh, get confused to give commentary on episodes that have already aired? Yes. <laughs> there we go. That's one way we can go ahead and try and raise funds for uh, the show. We can have you download the episodes and take you giving new co-host commentary. <laughs> oh yeah. We could probably do something like that if we need if we needed to take like a hiatus, just pre record a bunch of shows of me giving commentary on older shows. <laughs> there we go. I can get the pony husband in on it, too, and it can be like MST3K pony style. There you go. <laughs> but, yeah, I also remember the day we we first took a trip to the pony room. I forget oh, the exact. pony room. You know, I missed the trips to the pony room. And the pony snacks, we haven't really been doing that. I know, I know. One of these days we'll get back into it. But we no longer have a room to go and do the... I'm not on the sea ponies when you're in distress. That's the song I used to torture my husband with when he's being naughty. Ooh. 
In that case, Evil thoughts and evil plans are coming into my mind now. <laughs> and that, no, the more I think about it, the more I think we really do need to do an MLP 3K series of shows. <laughs> that definitely would be interesting. Ain't <laughs> <laughs> what you can you can guess who what? We it would be it would be lots of fun. We could get me, my husband, his best friend Tim, my little sister. You could if if there's ever like you're gonna be out of town, you still want the show to go on. I'm sure I can arrange for an MLP 3K. Boy, that would be extremely interesting. That definitely would be. Or better yet, have it like when you're in town but you just don't want to talk very much, so like... We could be doing it, and then, like, you can call in and be the evil mad scientist that chooses the episode that we. <laughs> that, that we're doing commentary on. Ah, there we go. Now, that would be an interesting one. Yes, in addition to being a fan of My Little Ponies, I'm also a fan of MST3K, so. There you go. Oh, Summer just messaged me on uh, Facebook. Unfortunately, it's her brother's birthday. That's why she's not joining us tonight. Ah, another birthday. Yes. If you want something, fine. Okay, we are going to take a trip to the yard. Well, wait for me. I need pants. <laughs> it's it's always amusing the things you hear on My Little Pony Talk. <laughs> Yeah, like the host suddenly yelling at the dog, I need pants. Yep. Wait for me, I need pants. <laughs> Especially since I have to actually go outside to put him outside now. Oh. 
all on the account of a delightful neighbor decided he wanted to put up a privacy fence and didn't care about the fact that we have a dog and just took down our fence. And he has nothing up. So we had to try and find his harness so that we could put him on the tie-out without having to worry about him wiggling out of uh, his collar. Gotcha. Because our entire yard is currently exposed. So your yard is exposed and you need pants. Well, yeah, I don't exactly want to show... The entire neighborhood, my uh, choice in undies for but tonight. Yes, but, but your yard is exposed. And you need pants. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And it's not even ponies after dark yet. <laughs> Yes, well. But, yeah, the worst part about this this whole thing is he, he's been playing around with our property line. So, technically, they're on our property. So, now That's we have to go ahead. Uh, no. Because he... So... We've got to deal with that. Yeah, we had neighbors, my dad has neighbors that kept trying to not necessarily alter the property line, but they really wanted to get my grandma's and my dad's driveway considered common property between their property and our property because they wanted to put a house like a rental house in the backyard, but legally they can't because there's not enough space left on their property for a legal-sized driveway. Ah. And so they kept on trying to, like, ride ATVs up and down my grandma and my dad's driveway and, and you know, use our driveway to access the backyard and... um. Because if it's used commonly and often enough, then you can get it legally changed. But my my dad basically, my dad and my grandma basically said, look, you need to stop using our driveway. You're trespassing. We will call the police if you keep it up. My grandma put up a no trespassing sign. There you go. But, yeah, it's just, it's amazing some of the things that new neighbors will try and get away with to increase the property value because they have it in their head what they're going to do with the property to have it make money for them, and they're not allowed to do it. They get all pissy. Yep. But it's just, yeah, you got to nip that stuff in the butt right away. Otherwise, it gets complicated later. Oh, yeah, and trust me, we are. 
But back to ponies, back to ponies. All right, well, I'm going to pass you off to pony husband again because I need to take another pregnancy break. <laughs> Yep. So, would you like to hear the sea pony song again? No, I can say it. You can hang on to that one. Are you sure I got it all queued up? Oh, no, no, no. I, I wouldn't. I couldn't ask for that. Oh, come on, but the fans are dying for it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they haven't heard that song in so long. <laughs> well, you know, it's good to wait sometimes for the for the best things. Sorry, hold on. One. I think it's just me on the air now, guys, so, um, ponies. Little plastic, cuddly ponies. Many different colors, hair, many generations of ponies. Now they got this thing where they're turning the ponies into girls for movies. I don't know about that. Looks like Monster High to me. But, you know, I guess why not combine Monster High and Ponies? They're both pretty popular with you guys. And maybe maybe it'll be a good movie. I don't know. I might have to watch it. But we'll see. Too bad we can't. I don't know how to, like, take calls or anything or do whatever. But... It sounds like you guys have had a pretty good show so far today. Sorry, it's just me talking to you guys about nothing, but I don't really know a whole lot. I do know that I did. I do enjoy watching the cartoon with my wife, Nikki Tsukinoko, and. Um, um, I hope they keep going with it. Although I think the first season of the sh- first season of the show was probably the best one, and the, the, the first one with uh, with John Delancey, the two-parter of him playing Discord, that was pretty awesome. That might be the best episode ever. That two-parter. Is anyone else there? I think. I think we lost connection. Oh, are you there? <laughs> okay, no, you have not. Nikki's back. <laughs> I'm back. Hello. Hello. Um, one quick second. I gotta put you on mute really quick. Okay.
And I'm back. Hi. <laughs> Sorry, neighbor talk. Gotcha. Dog's Good neighbor talk. Good neighbor talk. Yeah. Get off our property, neighbor talk. Uh, possible have a place for the dog. <laughs> gotcha. Talk. So. So. Yeah, I've got to act. I actually called into work, and I'm actually working from home tomorrow. Oh. So. But where were we? Um, what did you and my husband talk about? I kind of mostly put him on hold. Because <laughs> my mother needed to talk to me for a minute. <laughs> so basically he was just talking on the air by himself? Yes. Well, I'll have to go back and listen to that. He was describing the ponies and then... He said he liked the show. So, all that fun stuff. Well, what has been your favorite episode of My Little Pony Talk in the last five years? I think it actually has to be the episode where we took an international caller and she was from London. Was it Vicky Brownies? Yes. <laughs> I miss her. We haven't had her on the show in a long time. I know. I suddenly got really, really busy, which we understand. You know, she was a passing cloud in the My Little Pony talk world. You know, we have many of those. That's true, but she she was on, I think she was on the 100th episode, and I think she was also there for the my interview. Yes. So Actually, she became... Um, after a couple of episodes, she actually became a regular. Yeah, it seems like she was there for quite some time, and I just, I haven't seen her online much, and I haven't seen her on, um, yeah, I haven't seen her, I, well, I haven't heard her on, on the show recently, it just Mm-mm. occurred to me. No, she well, I now have two guests in our chat room. Woohoo. So with any luck they are the people that I've been texting with. And 
If they need to know how to log in to Blog Talk Radio, all they have to do is log in with their Facebook by clicking on the login and selecting the Facebook icon. And then we will be able to see who they are and they can actively chat. Yep. I mean, going back to the original show, I remember when blog talk when I first started working blog talk. Okay. You had the switchboard and then on another page you had to open up the chat room. So you literally had to flip back and forth between two different pages to go ahead and see, okay, Who's in the chat room? Who's chatting in the chat room? And who's uh, who's in queue wanting to talk? It's all on the same page now, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Now it's all on the same page. They've kind of combined everything. Um, about two years in, I think they did, two or three years in, they did the big modification where they kind of drew everything together onto one page. And it made working things a little bit easier because me, I had to have literally three pages open. I had to have the switchboard. I had to have the chat room. I had to have the website we were using. And Back then, we didn't have as as many issues in the chat room as we get now. Well, will you say that the chat room issues have arisen largely because of the increase in popularity of the Friendship is Magic show? Because I believe that started in, was that 2010 or 2011 that season one aired? 2010, because I remember going to my second convention in Kentucky, and they made the announcement. And it really wasn't until actually this year that we really started getting hit. I wonder if that's due to our popularity increasing or if it's just taken that long for, like, the trolls to acknowledge we were here. Maybe. Well, we lost our two guests in the chat room. Aww. But yeah, that that was a major change to the show when they actually went ahead and changed everything around. I actually logged in one day to go ahead and host the show, and I was like, I didn't know how to work the show again. <laughs> well, hey, I gotta tell you, the first time logging in and trying to 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 use the the switchboard and host the show is a little bit intimidating. <laughs> 
Just just a wee bit, although I did have fun with the sound effects. <laughs> yeah, the sound effects are fun. But yeah, I mean, when when the first when the show was first airing, it was a lot harder to go ahead and run everything because you had everything all separated. It's like sometimes I just sat there thinking, I need another screen. <laughs> I need two screens because I need to put the switchboard over here and I need to put the chat room right here. And for the love of God, I actually need three screens because then I need another screen for the website. <laughs> well, see, now you only need two screens. Yeah. One for the website and one for the chat, chat and, and the sound and switchboard, unless I need to go into moderation mode. You know, another innovation they put on Blog Talk was um, what I call the rainbow room, which is actually the screening room. They didn't have that before. You had to hit the button and just hope and pray you knew who was talking on the other line, on on the other end. Whereas now you have the ability to go ahead and say, hey, you know what, you guys go ahead and keep talking. I'm going to go ahead and see who this caller is and toss everyone into a screening room before anything happens. No, wait. Oh, wait, scratch that. That was not the innovation. They always had that. I remember using that during our first interview. It was the uh, the call-out feature. That was the new feature that came on the yeah, blog I talk. I remember when you announced that you could uh, you could call people and and they didn't just have to call you. Because you called me for my interview, and that was yeah. new. Yeah, that was that was the new innovation. The screening room was always there. I always used that as, hey, you know what? Um, I'm gonna go ahead and prep the guest, so we'll be right back. Yeah, because I think when we called you, I think I tossed you into the green room. And we did that same little spiel of, hey, you know, thanks for doing the show. Okay, this is what's going to happen. I'm going to go back into the room. I'm going to put you on mute. And I'm going to go ahead and do the spiel, do the introduction. And then I'm going to go ahead and unmute you while I'm doing the introduction so that once I'm done, you can go ahead and, you know, do whatever. Yeah. (laughs) I remember that. But yeah, I love the innovation of the head and able to call people. You know, because I know that was one of the, the downfalls of trying to get people to do interviews was it's a long distance phone call. Yes. Okay. Unless of course you have a cell phone and a decent cell phone plan. Because like my cell phone, I can, as long as it's the continental United States, I can I can call any place in the United States. 
Well, see, my mother and I, we have rollover, and then we have um, nights and weekends. So. We're on Sprint, and I don't remember how our points are set up, but I never seem to use them all, so... Probably. Then again, most people text me. Very few people actually ever call. Ain't very few people actually call you nowadays. Yes, I've noticed that people don't use phones as phones anymore. Because I've been on a hiatus from Facebook for several weeks now. And I did mention on Facebook that if anybody needed to get a hold of me, that they could send me a text message, they could send me a Facebook message, because I was still getting notifications of those to my phone. Right. Or that they could actually use their phone and dial the little numbers and call me. And I have gotten Facebook messages and I have gotten text messages. But I have not really gotten anybody who's used a little number pad on the phone to actually call me. Aside from the people who do that anyway, like my little sister. Uh And she almost never calls me either. (laughs) Well, see, we have, I said, we have um, rollover minutes, and then we have nights and weekends. But, yeah, I mean, it doesn't cost me any more to call into the show. And the show is in a completely different state um, than it does for me to call down the street and order a pizza. So... There you go. Yeah, but I I think I I think most people just aren't comfortable using their phone to make calls. I think people have kind of forgotten that phones do do that. Yes, that was actually the original purpose of a phone. Oh, yes. That you would call someone that lived in a completely different location than you, and you could talk to them and hear their voice, and they could hear yours, like you guys were right there. (laughs) Us old fogies in our 30s know this. (laughs) Yep, let's see. Did you know that our our broadcasting day ends in 10 minutes? Holy cow. Boy, that's... Wow. Actually, it's more like six minutes. 
There it is. Sorry, I'm trying to do something, but I... Did we have a show on the 15th? No, we didn't. On the 15th? No, because it's the 13th. Boy, don't you just hate it when you don't? Know what something stands for? Well, yes, but but I get that a lot because I was raised in an era where you used full words and not just abbreviations. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. goodness. Actually, our entire show is... Actually, my entire the entire show is actually in nights and weekends, so it doesn't cost me anything either. Nice. But I remember a time when, like, the first half of the show was rollover minutes, and the other half of the show was nights and weekends. <laughs> But yeah, wow. There, there, there have been a lot of change. I mean, a couple of the bigger changes have been. Um, we did lose after the Rhode Island Pony Meet in 2011. We did lose um, Pony Jeannie. She decided to take a hiatus. from the show. Um, I think it was, what, a year? A year and a half after that was when we lost um, Lil' Alley Cat. She decided to go ahead and retire from the show. We had, um, for a very long time, we had Pony Guru, who was our G1 um, pony expert during our G1 years. We eventually lost uh, Vicky Brownies because I think just life just took over, which that's what happened. Um We lost Yum Yum due to life taking over. So, I mean, let, let, let us have a moment to remember those that we have lost. Yes. On my little funny talk. I know it's a little late for me to go ahead and but, you know, never. 
know, Little Ellie can't show. So, thank you for that. We do want to thank everyone for what they They kept going and oh, we do want to send a shout out to the group we bought. You know, they, they, they made songs left us. We found other things, but they'll forever be in my little pony talk. tribute to those who have come and gone from My Little Pony Talk. Yeah, some have come, uh, have saved the show, literally, have kept the show going, you know, uh, five years, I can't believe we made it five years. (laughs) I didn't think we were going to make it after. I didn't think we were going to make it past the first show. <laughs> yeah, you know. it's uh, it's been an amazing journey. I mean, to to know that. I mean, I was uh, first on the show when when everything was still on the G ones. Oh yeah. And here we are in the middle of G3. Wow. And Yum Yum helped all through G2. Oh, yeah. Betty did. We did have Yum Yum as our G2 guru. Yeah, he he kind of grew up. Yeah, he really is, because he's got, like, almost all of them, pretty much. Oh, yeah. I mean, this show is, it's my baby. You know, I've seen it from idea through conception through just, I, I still, I still actually have the original, um, photo I had originally done with um, Toxalot as our pony and I mean when I say I literally threw everything together I threw a towel over a chair and tossed her on the towel took the picture pulled it into paint and put my Little Pony talk going across the top. <laughs> but hey, it works. I mean, it worked. It worked for a good few years. Then we then we ran the contest. You know, we we actually now have you know a more professional image for our photo. That's true. You know, and I mean we've we've gone through quite a few ups and downs. We 
we did have a moment during 2011, during the end of 2011, 2012, where, you know, I I have to admit, I didn't know if the show was going to still, still be on. But luckily I was there poking you every week going, so, show? Okay, well, what about now? Now is there a show? Okay, well, what about now? What about now? Are we there yet? <laughs> Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? I mean, for those who want to go back and look at the, the My Little Pony Talk Facebook during that time period... <laughs> every 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 Friday like clockwork. Yeah, you were nailing it. Yeah, because I mean we we were having some major um scheduling conflicts within within the co-host. And it, I mean, it was becoming fairly difficult to get shows going. So it was, there was a point in time when I thought, okay, I mean, maybe this is going to be it. Maybe, you know, maybe this is the end of my dream. And then I kind of, I think I came to you and I said, hey, do you want to go ahead and help me out? I need, a, I need a new co-host. And I said, sure. Wait, I'm sorry. Didn't I send out a message on one of the boards that said, do you want to be a star? (laughs) I don't know if you did that, but I know I got a text message from you. (laughs) I got an actual text message from you because you still had my cell phone number. Yes, it's you're like I, re- I really need a co-host. Uh, you want to be one of my co-hosts? <laughs> <laughs> and then I turn to Summerblade, and it's like, hey, I, I, I always need a backup. So I think at first, I think you became my backup co-host. Yes, I believe I was originally the backup co-host. And then, slowly but surely, you know, the swirling rainbow vortex slowly sucked you right in. And you and Summerblade have been with me going on, shoot, how long has it been? Um... Over a year, because I wasn't pregnant at the time. Yeah. So you guys have been with me for over a year. And And I remember when we had, you made an announcement when we had had our first full month of shows without any misses. (laughs) Oh yeah, that was a, that was a happy moment because I was so used to okay, we'll have a show this week, but we probably won't have a show for the next three weeks. 
I know, which was making me crazy. <laughs> it was making you crazy. It was making me crazy because, you know, budgeting-wise, I mean, it was starting not to make sense. Well, see, you should have called me sooner. When I was poking you regularly every week, you should have said, well, this person's apparently available every week. (laughs) I didn't think about that. I really didn't. And you guys have been with me through the other big change, which was the shift from Friday nights to Monday nights. Which uh, has, it's been fortuitous that I am technically self-employed because that made that shift a lot easier. (laughs) Because all I have to do is say, Nicole, you're you're changing your your, your work shift. You're you're, you're going to have Mondays off now. And then I say, well, are you sure I need to have Mondays off? And then, oh, yes, I'm absolutely sure you need to have Mondays off, Nicole. So after having a conversation with myself, I decided, yes, I do, in fact, have Mondays off. (laughs) Which I I still don't think a lot of our regular listeners have really caught on to the new schedule, mostly because I still haven't changed I changed the the TP my um my little signature thing on the TP on the train coast, but I haven't changed it on the arena yet. <laughs> so I'm very sure people fairly sure people are confused when they're seeing a date that is obviously Monday in the post, but yet. My signature is staying Friday night. I wonder if that's why so many people, like, they're like, how come you don't edit it? How come you're not editing the show? Maybe they think that we're, like, recording it one day and then posting it another. Maybe. I think I really need to sit down and change that and fix that. Well, now that I actually have the time to go ahead and do that, because I mean, I'm not, so, I'm not used to actually not working on a Monday. This is only the second Monday where I have not worked. <laughs> I know you crazy workaholic. <laughs> Hi, I'm Amy, and I and I have a problem. I love overtime. <laughs> Indeed you do. In fact, we're into overtime right now. Yes. So I'm not exactly sure where we were when the live feed cut out, but... I don't remember either. But hopefully everybody who was listening to the live feed, if we were mid-sentence, decided to download... Well, I think everyone that is that is listen that listens to our live feed already downloads because they know that we always go over. Because remember when I when we I remember when we first started, 
I think it was the second episode. That we finally realized that the stuff after the live feed actually records. <laughs> because I always thought, okay, as soon as, you know, 10 o'clock hit, that was it, live feed was done, and, you know, at the time, the switchboard doesn't do what it does now. Okay, now what it does is it says on the air, and then once you hit, you know, the two-hour mark and cuts off, now it says record. Because Ah. it's still recording, but it's not going out live. Well, it didn't do that then. So me and little Alley Cat, I think we had like an eight-minute conversation as to, oh, my God, I think that was a great interview. You know, I think this is what we need to do, like, for the next two weeks. I think we planned the next two shows, and it got recorded. Wow. And I didn't realize it until the next morning when I looked at the time, and it's like, wait a minute, why does this say 128 minutes? And I was thinking back, and it's like, I talked to little Ellie Cat for eight minutes after the show ended. And I called little Ellie Cat, and it's like, um, we have to come up with, like, something for, like, if we go over time. And she goes, why is that? Because we recorded. <laughs> So, you know, it's it was stuff like that. I mean, we didn't at first understand half of the stuff that that went on. Now we do. You know. And I think now uh, most of our most of our listeners are like, "Okay, we're listening live, listening live, listening live." Well, they have it said kimono and they haven't said goodnight, so they're probably just going to keep on rambling. <laughs> so let's download in about uh, an hour. <laughs> so, well, it just—it's—it's it's amazing to see the progress that the show has made and all the new features. And I really like ponies after dark time because you never know what we're going to say. No, you never do. I think the one consistency throughout the shows has been our ending. Once we nailed it, once we got that perfect ending, you know, I, I think I think if I were to ever retire a kimono, I think I'd have a riot on my hands. <laughs> well, it Kimono is so cute. Oh, I didn't tell you. I got um, another present for the baby. Someone made a a handmade quilt out of G3 My Little Pony fabric that you can't get anymore. And it's got kimono. Oh. It is not the Core 7. It is like 
kimono and sunny days. And I don't even think Pinkie Pie is on it. So it's the original, original. Yeah. I mean, so, and the person told me that they've been holding on to this fabric for ages. And, uh, yeah, it's got, it's got Rainbow Dash, Kimono, Sunny Days, and Wisteria. So, yeah, that had to have been the original fabric that came out when, when G3s came out. And it is just, it is the most adorable quilt. That is just too cool. But, yeah, I mean, Kimono, as I said, she came out of just one of my coworkers. You know, the way she would just say say goodbye at the end of every day, it was just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. She so sounds like a pony. She so sounds like kimono. <laughs> and I rehearsed it, like, a few times. And I recorded it a few times before I just got that, that perfect rendition. You know. Yeah. And I mean that was in honor of her because I mean I loved her as a coworker. She was a great coworker. Yeah, sometimes yeah. you just get one of those really great coworkers that like leaves an impression. Oh yeah. There's very there's very few coworkers that I'm that I've had that aren't my coworkers anymore that I'm still in touch with. But I I have one of them that, like, we still text back and forth. Cool. Yep. She she moved out of town, so she's not in the area anymore. But, um, But, yeah, when, when she was my coworker, she was a great coworker. Yeah. That's fine. I mean, that's why I, I use that voice for kimono. I When we first started it, we were kind of a little concerned. We were kind of like, okay, are we taking this a little too far? Are people going to be offended by it? You know, we were kind of a little, a little afraid of that kimono was going to be a little, you know, out there. But she was happily embraced. People understood that, you know, that is who we feel Kimono really is. She is the cute little Japanese pony. And I I've always thought she's she's one of the prettiest ponies in the G3 line. Oh, yeah. Which I'm sure I've said before. Yes, and she's one of those ones that, yes, was a one-hit wonder, but, you know, she left an impression. I have two of her. (laughs) And I have both on display. Well, one hit as in 
they didn't remake her 18 times. Yes. They made her once. I, and, I mean, I literally have, like, two, and it's the same kimono because they made her once, but, like, I could probably have, like, a wall of kimono. I know. And you wouldn't care that she is the same exact pony because, I mean, it just made her unique. She is one of a kind. Yeah. Just, just like My Little Pony Talk. Absolutely. We are one of a kind. You know, I think... Well, we're unique in that we don't focus on, like, one specific fandom of My Little Pony. We don't focus on one specific year or one specific aspect we you know we we touch on everything oh yeah even when i mean even though we've been in the middle of the g3 line we've taken breaks to uh compare the g3s and the g4s or to talk about what's new on the show to talk about you know people's latest thrift store finds from g1 and g2 you know we're 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 pretty inclusive you know Oh, yeah. And eventually we will get to the G4s because we're on 2007, so we've only got a few years of G3 left to go through. And once we get to the core seven, it's not going to take us very long. No. So, I mean, eventually we will get to the G4s. Yeah. And And we will give it just as much attention as we have given all the other generations. Oh, yeah. And we are still... We are still the only My Little Pony show on Blog Talk Radio. Awesome. So we are the one... The only, the original, My Little Pony Talk. Nice. And also, like, if you put in, like, if if you open, like, a Google search and type in My Little Pony... It it brings up My Little Pony Talk, and if you put in My Little Pony Talk, we're the very first thing. Yep. Well, I would hope so. (laughs) Well, you know that there's My Little Pony Talk Internet Radio. Then there's a YouTube video for My Little Pony Walking Talking Pinkie Pie. Then there's My Little Pony Talk for our Facebook page. Um, then there's My Little Pony Talk on iTunes for podcasts. And, yeah, and so it goes. I mean, 
but I mean, wow, five years, wow. I'm 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 also speechless. You know, I said there have been a few times where, you know, we've we've almost gone off the air. Um, there was one time where things got strapped and I didn't think we'd be able to keep the show running for time-wise as long as we do. And I do want to go ahead and send a shout-out to all the fans. I mean, without you guys... I mean, the show wouldn't still be going on. Um, when we moved into the package that we did, we got the ability to go ahead and do the reporting. You know, we didn't think we were hitting that many people. We thought we were just hitting like a handful of people. And when we first saw the report about what our episodes were doing. It, I'll tell you, me and Lil Alley Cat, we, I, I downloaded it and I emailed it to her and I had a phone call within three minutes of her getting our stats. And we were both just kind of like staring at these stats like, wow. 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 <laughs> Because, yeah, that is just awesome. Oh yeah, and the thing we we do it. I'm doing it because people love it. If people stop listening to it, I might continue it a little while longer. I don't know. It hasn't come to that, <laughs> and I hope it doesn't. Um. I don't know how many more years we'll be able to do it anymore because I eventually I think we're going to run out of ponies. <laughs> well, we may not be able to do the whole let's describe each year because they do take periodic breaks in toy manufacturing, but... Yeah. I think we're always going to be able to discuss ponies. I hope so. Because I mean I I mean there's always my taste in ponies is always evolving. Yes, I will always love my G1s the the best. But the G2s, I started out absolutely despising those. Oh, and I would that. love to revisit the G2s and do like an updated commentary on, you know, what I like and dislike about the G2s. Um, hey. th- there's plenty of customizers to interview. There's plenty of new sites for customizing supplies to do promos for. If we ever wanted to do that, there's there's a lot going on in the pony world, even when Hasbro's taking a break. Yeah. 
And I'm hoping that, I mean, I, I don't, if we make it to 10 years, I think, <laughs> I think, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, th- I think 10 years might be pushing it. Maybe. Well, you thought that about five years. This is true. And I guess I need to just think about it this way. You know, I've always said, everyone always t- is telling me, oh, this is never going to happen. This is, and I'm always telling them, hey, don't say never because you never know what's actually going to happen. And, you know, they said, oh, this is never going to happen. And poof, two seconds later it happens. And it's like I'm the one standing there going, see, told you. <laughs> Yeah, so, you know, we just, I say we just take it one episode at a time and we'll see where the path leads us. Yep. And, I I mean, I just, I do want to thank, again, the fans. You know, you guys are the ones who've made doing the show, you know, that much more fun. Um, Everything I've pulled for the show has been to try and make things better. Um, pulling the different sound effects, even though, I, I okay, I don't use them anymore. I don't really use them that much anymore. I really need to get back into using them. That's I mean, true. In fact, I say that we should go through the list of, of sound effects that we've retired just for old time's sake. Oh, you mean just like, you know... Yeah, I like that one. <laughs> and believe it or not, it's actually two different sound effects. Oh, just, wow. I've, gotten, I've actually got... I At first, if you'd noticed, there was a bit of a two-second like, delay before the sparkles, because I was still trying to get used to them. But I'd eventually, you know, gotten it down to, okay, it's at this time, because the teapot is only three seconds long. So it's at second number two, and I hit sparkle, and sparkle will pick up just as teapot is uh, finishing up. And eventually it just became seamless. Yep. And so nobody, once it hit that, you know, or I hit it at two seconds and the sparkles would start, it, that's when it became just completely seamless. I said most of everything that you hear that seems like, you know, some of the stuff that seems like it's seamless isn't. It's actually me hitting two buttons and having learned, okay, after this point, I need to hit this button in order for it to go ahead and activate at the proper time. Even. Okay, so I was a little off on that one.
So that one I'm a, I'm I'm really rusty on. I'm I'm rusty on the trumpet and the stampeding. <laughs> So. But yeah, we haven't heard that one in quite a while. Oh yeah. But yeah, I mean, every, everything we've we've done, it's it's somewhat. It was always somewhat scripted. Uh, when Pony Genie wasn't going to be on, and you know, we would do the little skit where you know, I, I'd rub the teapot and. And, you know, we'd wait, and we'd wait, rub it again, we'd wait, and we'd wait. And there were a few times when I actually went in the kitchen and I actually did my own sound effects moving around dishes. (laughs) Well, see, that's, that's a true owner of a show, when you're going and making your own sound effects. And those were live sound effects, too. My mother would yell at me. <laughs> Amy, quit playing with the dishes. <laughs> yeah, those would be the episodes in which, you know, we had contacted, you know, we were in contact. Okay, I'm not going to be able to do the show tonight. Okay, no problem. We'll go ahead and... And right down to the skits of... You know, Pony Genie had to take a pony break. And she, I think, what, she went off to Genie Land or something? Something like that. You know, some of it was scripted because we had to come up with what we were going to do beforehand. But, I mean, 95% of what went on and what does go on, I we don't have a script. <laughs> what what comes out comes out. <laughs> you know. And one of these days I would really like to because another thing that Blog Talk has started is been transcripts. I would love to be able to afford the money to go ahead and buy a transcript of the show. <laughs> How much did that cost? Oh, uh, let's see. I go to my the actual my little pony talk thing. I 
think when I first seen it, I, I clicked on one and it was an astronomical amount. Come on. Oh, by show transcript, there it is. Sorry, my computer has now decided it's going to take its sweet time. Mm-hmm. Well, that's quite all right. But, heck, I mean, going back to a few other things, we have 52 followers. Nice. In total, in listens, we have 3,559 listens. Ooh. That is complete total. So, I think we're a little popular. Well, it is it's nice to be popular. Yes, it is. I remember when we first saw, saw our saw our numbers we were we we're kind of like we're popular. People actually like us. Well, it was crazy the first time you told me how many people listened to the show that I was interviewed on. Like, what? Really? Yeah, I know you're kind of like, holy cow. You You definitely couldn't believe it. Yes, it frazzled my poor little brain. It's not going to let me pull it up. My, I think my, I think my entire system is just popped out on me. Are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay. It sounded like my phone hung up on you. I wanted to make sure it hadn't. No, it didn't. But I may have to do kimono live tonight, though. All right. We'll do kimono live, then. Because I had to shut down Firefox completely. I 
think my poor little laptop is just kind of sitting here going, oh, just shoot me now, please. Put me out of my misery. <laughs> heck, I, I remember when I was doing my doing the show with my my original Bluetooth, and nobody could hear me. <laughs> and then they had the option of going ahead and doing the show with um, through uh, Skype. And that was the only reason why I got a Skype account. <laughs> Well, hey, thank goodness for Skype then. Yes, but then you guys couldn't hear me because I think my, I think I need a new headset. I just haven't been able to afford one. Okay, so. Last week's show, which I think we went over by a certain amount of time or something, for the most part, the transcripts are anywhere from $300 per show. Holy cow. $300 a show to how much? Wait, sorry, we have one that's 150 but I think that was only a part show, partial show. That's why. But mostly they start at three hundred. And go up to The highest is $487. Wow. I never knew it was so expensive. Because it's like $2.50 per minute, 15-minute increments. Wow. That's really expensive. Yeah. I suppose the only time you'd really need the transcripts is if you were you needed it for court or something. But yeah. It would still be nice to have. And this show's probably gonna be around the four hundred and fifty dollar one. Considering how long we've gone over. Yeah. Boy, I haven't gone over this long in a while. Yeah, it's been a while. Oh, yeah. Boy, I just looked at the transcript. 
basically what it is is like um, a sample transcript. Wow, it's actually pretty nice. It has timestamps and everything. Now, this is for the true My Little Pony Talk <laughs> fan. Well, see, that's what that's that's what what real collectors should be going after is uh, a transcript. You just tell us which show you want the transcript of, and we will tell you how much it costs, and you PayPal us, and we will PayPal them and get you that transcript. There you go. But, yeah, I mean... The show's gone through a lot of changes. Blog talk, I know, has gone through tremendous changes. Um, I've gone back onto the show that I had originally started listening to on blog talk. Okay. And okay. it was a it was a vampire show. It was like books, movies, you named it, they talked about it. And the show slowly evolved, but what it evolved into, it it doesn't even look like the original show anymore. I, I like the fact that, yeah, we've changed, we've evolved. But we've always stayed true to our roots. That's true. Our the changes that we've made have been more about using the technology as as it's changed and developed. Yeah, and you know the occasional replacement of co-hosts and such. <laughs> Which hopefully we won't have to do that again. Oh, I don't think it'll be happening for quite some time. But I, it's it's been a long road. It's been a bumpy road. It's been an unsure road. If I had the chance to go back five years ago, last week, Monday... I don't think I would have changed anything. Well, and that is an awesome testimony to the beginning of the show and to how it's it's progressed. And remember that pilot show, you got your first 100 your first 100 listeners in that very first show so that the next show could be at a better time. Oh, yeah. So, obviously, you were doing something right. (laughs) I wonder if people actually, I I wonder if Tony people listened live and then started telling their friends, hey, you know what? This crazy, insane woman just decided to do a pony show, and it was a crazy, insane show. 
You have to listen to it. <laughs> Could very well be. Either that or, like, all the downloads were all the people who just couldn't stay up that late. <laughs> you gotta Might have East also Coast. been that one, too. East Coast, that was 11 o'clock at night. And on the West Coast, that would have been, like, 9 o'clock at night. Yeah. Or would it have been 8 or 9? No, it would have been 8 o'clock at night. 8 o'clock. West Coast. 9 o'clock Mountain. Hey, I was prime time somewhere in the world. (laughs) (laughs) I was prime time somewhere in the world, baby. Well, there you go. (laughs) But, again, to the fans, thank you. Thanks for hanging in there. Thanks for continuing to listen. And I hope everyone continues to listen as we continue this wild, crazy ride to God only knows where. (laughs) Only the pony gods know where the show will go. And trust me, they ain't talking. I think the show will continue on for quite some time. I think so, too. All right. Well, we should probably call it a night, then. Oh, yeah. So, (laughs) thank you, everybody. Remember to download, because you won't be hearing me remind you to download unless you actually download. So that statement was pointless, but that's okay. Um, Download all the shows. They they make excellent uh, customizing background noise, and they're great for when you have a lot of housework. (laughs) And it makes you feel like there's someone talking to you. So you can just talk right back. (laughs) I am a firm believer that it is quite all right to talk back to the show. <laughs> Even when it's not live anymore. I do it all Make the time. Own. Make your own comments. Um, again, we have the Facebook page. We have our email accounts. You know, drop us a line. You know, we always want to, want to hear from our fans. So, I guess till next week. Pony night night. Till next. Till next week. Pony night night. Okay. Good night. Oh, give us the kimono. Kimono, and you have listened to Pony Talk. See you next week. Bye bye. Circa All right. circa two thousand and four two thousand and nine. <laughs> All right. Well, Pony Night Nights then and see you next week. See you next week. Good night. Mm-hmm.
bumpy ride you know again didn't think we'd make it past first show didn't think we'd make it past first year didn't think we'd make it past third year and here we are five years later thank you love you fans and until next week Have a happy pony time. Thank you from blog from My Little Pony Talk. Good night. <laughs>